0: So, you you've seen a little bit of the the cast of this new Mario movie. Oh yeah, I'm guessing. we're just we're gonna dive right the it. Oh yeah, it. it's
1: a pretty pretty
0: interesting topic. We gotta talk about it. Oh, we definitely have to fucking talk about it because we have. I mean, of course, everybody knows about it by this point. It's like the most talked about one, which was we got Mario in as Chris Pratt. Oh man,
1: that is a terrific. Uh, casting choice, in my opinion. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I can understand, like, some... Uh, what's the word? Uh, skeptic? Like, skepticity? If that makes sense? <laughs> like, why you would be skeptic? I... Th- that's that's why I'm going for. That's but, fair. I don't know. Just, like, the way... Just how Chris Pratt is, I, I truly feel like he could <laughs> encapsulate Mario.
0: <laughs> I... I guess, but I don't know. Like, it's hard for me to not imagine him being voiced by Charles Martinet, I guess. it's mm, That's fair. I, I mean, he's in the movie, too, apparently. Like, he's going to be voicing something. They haven't really okay. clarified who. Because everyone else, they've put, like, a character to. Like, they've told you who they're going to voice, and that's, that's the deal. But... Charles Martinet is just there, so he might be providing maybe some of the, like, really iconic voice lines, like the Yahoo type shit like that, right? But that's going to be really... I don't know if that's going to be too jarring or not, like, paired with... Because I can't imagine Chris Pratt doing that and the same voice Charles Martinet would do. I I guess, yeah. I don't know. It wouldn't... I'd have a hard time feeling like it would track for me. But we also have... We have... uh, Anya Taylor Joy as uh, Princess Peach. Uh, she was uh, the main lady in um, Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Okay, have you heard about that show? I've, I've heard of that? it. I haven't seen it, but like, I think I know like it's, of it. It's pretty good. And I'd recommend it. Okay. I think you, I think you'd be into it. Honestly, oh yeah, it's it's a neat show. It's it's a bit more of like a drama, but it's got a good bit of like humor to it in a okay. way. But it's. It's it's interesting. It's mm. it's quite a fun time. I would say
1: I do enjoy like a good yeah like fun time show kind of like a, a good not pure comedy but like a good a it's, show that has like really good funny elements. I would to say it. it's
0: definitely a drama, but it, it has like a, a sharp kind of biting wit. I guess oh, okay. is, is more how I would describe it. But um, yeah, it's it's neat. It's it's all about like um, like a lady wants to be like a. Basically, she she's like grows up in an orphanage and winds up learning that she's really really good at chess and gets Mm. really really hardcore into it and becomes like a huge pro. But it's kind of about like the like the price of having a gift, I guess, of like Mm. huge intelligence stuff. Definitely check it out. That's my plug for Queen's Gambit. It's just a show that everybody has already known was good. So I'm just preaching to the choir for the most part. But uh, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Um, But it, uh, also in the cast list, you you know about Always Sunny in Philadelphia, right? I don't think so, no. Really? How do you not know about Always Sunny? Really? I don't think so. I it doesn't thought, sound familiar. I figured that would have been a show you would have been into. I'll have to show you Always Sunny. Like, do you know anything about it? No, I don't. Oh, fuck me. It wow. It really doesn't ring any bells. Wow. Oh my god. I have to show you the show. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's quite wild, but there's a... a Actor from that, uh, Charlie Day, who plays the character of Charlie in uh, Always Sunny, he's going to be voicing uh, Mario's brother, uh, Luigi, and uh, (laughs) that casting decision would be a lot greater if you... (laughs) It, like you would probably find that a lot funnier if you knew about his character on that show. Oh, okay, <laughs> and just imagining that that's who's going to be playing Luigi—it's pretty great. Mm, it's that's in a, fair. In, a in, in a way, it's really wild, but it's also really kind of fitting. I feel <laughs> like in, in a weird sense. Um, then we have playing Bowser. Oh, oh, man. Take take a guess. I want to hear your best guess as to who
1: it is. I, I, this one, I know who it is. The, oh, man, the man himself, Jack Black. Jack
0: Black.
1: That, oh, again. I, I yeah. I'm not, like, I, I'm not fond of him as an actor, but, like, I don't know. Again, just the thought of him playing oh. Bowser. No, it just, I, like,
0: it just gets me. I love it. I, I'll tell you, I'm actually quite a big fan of Jack Black. Love Tenacious D. Dude's, mm-hmm. dude's great. He's, he's such a cool guy. Um... It just he's 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 a fucking he's a real one, but. <laughs> um yeah, I honestly that's a part of the movie I think I would be excited to see is Jack Black as Bowser. Like it would not be. I feel the Bowser that we are used to at all, at least not entirely. <laughs> but I feel like he could do justice to it in a way. Like he he would really ham it up. Like he, would, yeah, oh. I could see him having a lot of fun with he, that character. That,
1: see, that's why. That's why I think Chris Pratt would also just make a good Mario because he would have a lot of fun with it. Same with Jack Black. Yeah. Just, like, these these two people just being able to have fun with their characters. I don't, I don't like Chris Pratt the same way. I like that, Jack Black. So that's fair. I, that is fair. I, I,
0: I'm just, I, I'm not saying you're wrong, I guess, or, like, uh, that you're not, like, you're at fault in some way for having that opinion. That's just me saying I have a bias. Oh, no, yeah, that, that's totally fair. <laughs> um, Who the fuck else we got? Uh, Keegan-Michael Key is going to play toad oh man (laughs) that one i actually low-key love i think that's going to be pretty funny and then as donkey kong the dk oh who's playing him do you know no i don't you don't know who do you think take your best guess uh donkey kong i honestly really couldn't
1: guess chris hemsworth i don't know Okay,
0: Inter- interesting choice. <laughs> you know, if I had to give a guess before having heard the news, I would have probably, honestly, guessed Dwayne The Rock Johnson low-key. Oh, that that would have been it's good. It's only a voice role, but I, I could see them bringing him in just... I don't know, like, he, he has that recognition, and, he, he, you know, he... I don't know, hearing his voice, I think it would it would put the... the like he has a distinct voice, distinct cadence. I feel like yeah. they put the image of like a big muscular, yeah, that, that's Character in a person's head, like that's they fair. would maybe go for that. Just, just that was just sort of like my my best guess because all of the cast so far has just been like big names, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: that's the that's why I guess like kind of yeah, just Crimson, Hemsworth because again, big name. You
0: want to know the real name? Who? Want to know the real name? Who is it? Seth Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, Seth fucking Rogan, my okay. man. Okay, that's an interesting choice. Seth fucking... Man... <laughs> Fly's brother, she po- here. <laughs> she fuck me. Huh. Fly's brother, he posted a, uh, a fucking video from Twitter in our fucking Discord, <laughs> and it was it was a clip from the old animated Donkey Kong Country show. Okay. Oh, know I know of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I know of that. And one, it's a yes. clip of Donkey Kong laughing, but they layered it over with audio of Seth Rogan doing his like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like man. his trademark fucking laugh, and it's. <laughs> It's so fucking stupid, <laughs> but it's really funny. <laughs> but not like, and I feel like that that part is going to be really entertaining, but probably not for the reasons that they want it to be. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I feel like, but
1: <laughs> Seth Rogan is Donkey Kong. That that
0: is interesting. I'll give it that. Who was? So we have. There's also um, Michael. Richardson, I gotta see who this is. Is there any? Is there any of the other side
1: characters in this movie? Like oh, there, there's Warrior, a few. Luigi oh, hold guesses. on. There's
0: there's some other ones. Uh, we also have Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. As Cranky Kong. Uh, that's this this gentleman here. Oh, Okay. Uh, I don't know a lot about my, uh, Fred Armisen, but I sure. I think I've seen him in a couple things, but I don't really have a lot to say on him either. But uh, Sebastian Menescalco as Spike, which is that like little weird green thing that I guess is a character now, but I, I don't know. Uh, and then yeah, they just mentioned Charles Martinez also in it, but it's not really known what he's going to be doing. He, oh, but okay. he has also they they did point out in this article though that the he did voice uh, like Wario as well as Mario, mm-hmm. so he could be in there to maybe play Wario um, if maybe he makes an appearance, but man that that whole fucking part of the direct yesterday was like (laughs) wild because miyamoto basically came out with the energy of like hey guys i'm gonna come in and interrupt this whole fucking direct to basically talk about how (laughs) me and my buddy over at illumination the studio that brought us such classics as fucking minions (laughs) uh and sing uh (laughs) fuck christ anyways uh Sorry. they're basically uh coming out with a new fucking Mario movie and Miyamoto just seemed more excited that he got to be involved in like making a movie and he wanted to come tell you about this cool movie he got to make and he's like, Oh, this is the release date. Whoa, ta da, this is when it's coming out. It's the holidays in twenty twenty two, which is who could have fucking guessed it's the most obvious time to release a movie yeah it's like what okay cool sure miyamoto that's fine he's like and now i want to show you the cast and then he like goes through each of the people and he's like man this has been such a cool like interesting like getting behind the creative (laughs) process of making a movie and stuff and all this shit it's like all right miyamoto cool i feel like you're just more excited that you get to go make them like help make a movie and you just wanted to like tell everyone about it more than it was about actually <laughs> announcing anything about the movie. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I don't know. It was funny though. It's just something about the way he, the whole way it was presented, I guess. But it's, I don't know. It, it they had a lot of corny fucking bits <laughs> in that because they had the whole like um, the like post thing or after like the trailer they show for Splatoon three at the end. Uh, which it was just, like, this dude in, like, a lab coat, like, trying to kind of play it up, like, the whole thing was like, oh, yeah, we have this, like, new scientific video, and we're analyzing it to understand the, like, mysterious creatures from this place, but that he's, like, I don't know, it's weirdly written, and Uh. it's very very stiff, and it doesn't come off in, like, the fun, playful tone I think they're trying to go for, at least not as well as they think it's going.
1: Yeah, that... It's kind of weird when these big companies try to go for, like, these uh, different different angles. Because, like, I that just makes me think of E3 when you see all this, like, just stuff that really shouldn't be at a
0: video game uh, convention. I don't know. It's... Like, I get they're probably just trying to like have fun with it, but yeah. I think more people are just looking for like an info dump more than they're looking for. And like an info dump that's nicely presented, but yeah. they're, they're not necessarily looking for like, you know, you don't have to dress it up in this whole thing, I guess. Like, I don't know. I don't want to say like don't be creative, I guess, because I don't, I worry it comes across like that, mm. but I don't know. It's just too corny to really like. Yeah be enjoyable i guess in a way and like i like some corny shit but like <laughs> i don't know man it's it's like i just i guess it's harder to something like splatoon where it's like a game that i don't really care about personally that much yeah, that's like fair. i'm not that invested in it i i no fault to anyone who's into it obviously that's it seems like a good series but i just it's not oh yeah it's just not I, for us <laughs> no it's not something i'm invested in yeah that's fair you know what i am invested in though um, apparently these really long fucking intros, because yeah. we really dragged it on this week, but, uh, it's Balcony Banter, we're finally back after we kind of just fucking vanished out <laughs> the face of the earth for a couple weeks. Yeah, sorry about that, folks, but <laughs> you, you know how it is, just, like, it's busy and stuff happens. It fucking does, and it was rough. A couple we, Okay, like, we straight up tried to record last week. Yeah, and we it, did. It was rough. It was just, yeah, we could, it couldn't could get a flow going, we neither didn't. of us were just, like, ready to record like we wanted to uh because i had put it like i had to cancel off the week before that because i was having a really rough time with shit uh work was real hectic and you know just it's just life gets like that sometimes like you said um so yeah but we wanted to try to get the recording in, and get, like get back on track yeah. right? but we i think we, we we just
1: tried to force something that
0: wasn't ready it, yeah
1: that's the thing about with like content creating uh especially your audience can tell like when stuff is forced and like the creator just isn't either really having fun doing it or just isn't in the mindset to like give it a proper go
0: no for sure and you're you're definitely right and it's it's one of those things where when you are creating stuff like that like yeah you it's important to kind of be in the right headspace and you can't push yourself too hard but i i also find too like especially for me i have to kind of give myself some kind of push because like sometimes i can just have a tendency to put things off out of anxiety and that can also be a thing but no i mean like you definitely can't something like that especially something performative i think especially like like doing this and i mean like I wouldn't go so far as to say we're performing each week <laughs> with what we do. I, I feel like that's a little bit of a stretch. We're recording a conversation. Oh, yeah. And that's part of the the vibe and tone that we're trying to hit with this. But it's as, like the same principles. Because we have
1: to, like, go well, I don't want to say put on this persona. But, like, definitely, like, sound obviously more enthusiastic than, like, everyday normal
0: conversation. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't. Feel like I played up too much for the microphone. Oh I guess, no, I'm not saying it, we do. At the same time, like you're not wrong though. There, there's definitely a certain you definitely put on that like very public facing mm, kind exactly. of face, like the the kind of one you'd put on like if you're working like a cashier gig or yeah. like when you're out in public and you have to or like yeah, like when you're out in public and you have to talk to a cashier and stuff. Like it's it's that one where like you're interacting with other people and particularly people you don't know, so you put on that kind of. Yeah, but I'd I like to say, though, I try to be, I, oh, yeah. I, I guess it, this translates to a lot of the rest of my life, So I still try to, <laughs> even in that, try to be genuine, because I find some people, like, they get so into that that they can kind of just hide themselves in it and mm-hmm. put on this very, like, nice, friendly, forward face, but then, like, once you get to know them, there's actually some, like, I don't know, some sometimes not as nice stuff under the surface, but... Yeah, that's fair. I guess in a lot of way that's just people, right? Yeah. You know, it's not to. I don't know. I don't really know where I'm going with that. I'm just. I'm having a good night. I've we've, we oh yeah. Some, we did some smokes. We did some some session after you got here. We're having yeah. some drinks. We're back. We're live. That's all that matters. It's episode forty two. <laughs> I don't remember if I said that. Yeah, it is
1: episode forty two.
0: Man, uh, I'm your boy bees. It's I'm Big B. <laughs> it's Big B and it's bees and we're back and. Man, it's it's weird where we're getting cuz we're getting close to the point like we've almost been doing this show a year. Almost, yeah, we're get, we're getting close. Like we we started last October and like we're just about in October. Yeah. And we got that and then we also have the the final announcement next month. Oh, for the final the final the final fighter, the final <laughs> the, contestant, the final smash
1: character, the final the final
0: smash, the <laughs> last smash. Uh,
1: do you know if this is, like, the absolute last match, or, like, just for, like, the absolute obvious, well, last character, but, like, this is last last character for the past, obviously, but is this, like, the final pass ever,
0: or, like, for the foreseeable future? I, you know, I don't know. It might be the last one, at least for Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Where the series goes from there, it's really tough to say, because has kind of been, like, there's been a few points where he's kind of been, like, yeah, I'm gonna be done with, uh you know smash bros after this one yeah and then he always kind of comes back and does another one but a lot of the the marketing and the hype around ultimate was that it was like it was the smash and...
1: oh that's kind of the thing i remember one of my friends was worried about when it first came out because like this is the smash obviously like everyone's here uh when it comes if there is a next one after this how
0: do you top that you can't top that yeah it like it would be tough because you'd almost have like a Pokemon Sword and Shield situation on your hands, right? It'd be like, well we just like, slash the roster way the fuck down because we can't manage. But I guess that's the thing because I guess the trick there though is like, you wouldn't necessarily have to throw out everything I would think, right? Like, there's probably plenty they could reuse from this to build. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Just bring that roster over maybe update the engine and stuff and then just, you know Build more guys on top of that. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's feasible. Like, if that would really work. Like, I I'm trying to think about it from like the best I know of development. See, that's Um, kind of the
1: thing. Like, it presents like this problem where it's like, how do you top something that's like already at the very peak of what it's going to be? But honestly, like that's the thing because when he said in the direct, it's been three years. Since Ultimate came out, that I was
0: thinking, like, has it really been three years? Is oh, my actually, word. Oh, man, I think it has, though. It has, yeah. Fuck me, wow. No, I remember the launch of that, like, really oh, clearly so do I. too. Yeah, I remember it like oh, it was yesterday. Fuck. That's not so. But, that's crazy. Um,
1: but that's the thing. Like, I would be fine if this was the final Smash, and they just keep porting it over
0: to, like, different consoles. Yeah, Low key, like there's a lot there. I'd like to see them just keep updating on it. Like, oh, yeah, for that's yeah, so
1: I mean, like this last Smash game, like in the series, yeah, definitely keep updating with like new fighters and stuff.
0: Yeah, like I think that would be cool. I I could see that becoming an issue with balancing eventually, though. But I mean, Smash Bros. really that concerned with it. It seems to be maybe more so now, but I don't know. It's yeah. Well, I'm Sakurai... sure I'm sure the competitive community would disagree with me, which is understandable. But... Well, that's the thing. Like,
1: Sakurai has always been adamant that Smash
0: is a party game. That's true. M- much to the
1: chagrin of yeah, of much the competitive to, Smash. Much community. to like, yeah, like I don't want to say he's wrong, but like, yeah, there's there is like this massive competitive scene behind it.
0: Yeah, like I feel like it could be more so, but I I guess from his perspective he doesn't want to like limit it to have to be because there, there are certain constraints when you go into that space that you kind of have to follow to an extent like yeah you can do things differently and stuff but like if you if you don't follow i guess certain conventions or, or you don't build things in a way that allow for just like competitive play because Smash Wars, a lot of the fun of it, I think that Soccer, I probably season it is the just the goofiness of it. Oh yeah, worry. like
1: it is for sure a party game. Like yeah. it is a game where you like if you're hanging out with friends, like you can just break
0: out and everyone has a fun time. No, for sure, and it's it's great for that. Like we've had some great times. Oh yeah, for, for sure, Smash. Um, that was actually one of the first things after I started dating my boyfriend and. Uh, <laughs> got to know you guys we fucking you guys were all over at uh, Sherb's place and had one of those smash nights and I came over for that and that's where I met a lot of you guys for the first time
1: building friendships
0: Yeah, at the fucking building friendships to smash smashing friends I don't know maybe that's the episode title yeah really um but man that direct they I gotta say I personally think I mean I know you haven't seen the whole thing I guess Yeah, I think I've seen like half of it yeah, well, I mean, that's still a good ways in. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I will say, like, getting through the whole thing, like, with all the announcements that came out, it was, I feel like they kind of came back in a way, like, I don't know. Like, I, I try not to get too, like, hyped over, like, marketing shit but like yeah that's fair it's interesting stuff to talk about they they showed off some stuff that I thought was actually kind of interesting in this one too
1: oh yeah I mean Bayo 3 the new Kirby game new
0: Mario Party fuck yeah well the new Mario Party stuff actually I'm particularly intrigued by same here honestly I that was always the one thing I thought when I had first seen the game because I was considering getting it because I actually quite like Mario Party and I liked the look of uh, the the one they had put out before, or I think maybe it's the same one that they're updating now. Um, but the that Mario Party that they put out on the Switch it was pretty cool, but there wasn't really a lot there. Like, there yeah. was a lot, not very many boards, but this seems to be. Is this a, like an update for the new one, or like a new expansion for the new one, or is it like a new game I that think they're it, adding this it, to? I think
1: it's a new game. I want to say, I could mm. be wrong, but I think it's a new game. Uh, but, yeah, I wasn't really the biggest fan of the one that came out on the Wii U, uh, personally. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, like you said... Oh, like just,
0: the Wii U one. Yeah, well, that yeah, one's...
1: That, it, there just wasn't a lot there, and, like, it just... I felt like ones from the Wii, oh. like Mario Party 8, for example,
0: that's my favorite Right, one. okay. So this... Okay, yeah, the one they were talking about on the Direct is different, because that's Mario Party Superstars, which I think is, like a big collection of, like, old-school
1: uh, They did say Mario in the Direct, like, there are
0: old maps here. Yeah, well, that was the one they were talking about for that, but I think that those are ones that were new to this one, but I think this game had already been announced before this Direct. And that was just like, here's more maps that are going to be in this one, right? But Because that's Mario Party Superstars, but the one that they released before that on the Switch was Super Mario Party, which was like supposed to be like a next-gen one. It had some neat mechanics. There were some really cool things they did with it. um, Because you had the whole thing where you had every character had their own dice. Okay. So they had some of them had different advantages or disadvantages to them. Like, I think, uh, like, Wario's, like, most of them were sixes. But then there were, like, a few that were, like, really bad rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Or could, like, like fuck you over and, like, lose money and shit like that. But, like, the majority of them still... Or, like, the one that had more sides that were not, like, losses were, like, all sixes. So, like, you would pretty consistently get good rolls. But occasionally you could just just get get fucked over with, like... Oh, now you lose three coins, which could be pretty devastating sometimes if you're, like... Oh, yeah. If you're tied
1: with the person first.
0: Yeah, it can be rough. Um... But then you could also, like, gather other people to your team, and then you had, like, an option, almost like a deck of dice that you could pick from for each, yeah. like, person you got to recruit and stuff. But there were so few maps. Yeah, they just, there just wasn't a lot there. It, it was really light on content. It was really unfortunate, because they had some good, like I said, some really solid ideas. Oh, yeah. And the maps they had were nice. Like, I had some fun playing it with people, but I, I never actually got around to buying it, because I was like, well, I've seen... Like most of all there is to see with this, and I'm only ever gonna really dig this out if I have friends over. Probably like I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just yeah, yeah. That's fair. It's it's what it was. But I'm, I'm a little curious about this new one. But it, it does seem just kind of like a we're just you know doing like a like a, a best of mix tape right? Of just yeah. like here's all our fucking hits. We're just throwing them out and. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Are are these ones hits? Like, are these oh, ones yeah, that have no idea. like? Like,
1: I don't know. Well, I mean, I know recently, I'm not sure how long it's been off the shop, but I know recently they took off the Mario All-Stars
0: collection. Oh, I don't know if you remember, yeah, like, it yeah. had,
1: like, three of, like, the top-rated Mario games, like, uh, for 64 oh, yeah, Sunshine that, and Galaxy that
0: fucking thing yeah well that was always like a planned like limited release yeah, like, that's, that was so I just stupid. don't
1: get why Nintendo does that like I can understand well I get why cuz like it's it's limited so it pressures
0: people into buying it. Did you hear did you get far enough to see the new like switch online stuff they're going to do? I
1: heard they're putting the 64 so into online I think.
0: They're adding two new like console things like how they have the NES and the SNES yeah. on there right now. They're adding the N64 uh, but they're also nice. adding the Sega Genesis. Oh right really they have a deal with Sega I guess and they're doing like that's a, a Sega Genesis one as well which that's that's cool it's pretty hype here's the trick though you have switch online right now which is like about 10 bucks a month oh my god don't tell me you need another yeah subscription. They, they they were like yeah this is a new payment plan that's coming and it's it's, they're calling it the Switch Online plus expansion pack, and they're like, it's such a fucking gross thing. That is and gross. And the, the whole time through, he's like, yeah, we're going to have more information about this forthcoming and stuff like this, but when it's coming, you know, the details of the new plan and stuff, very carefully I'm wording so it to, to make sure it's not misconstrued that it's a new plan, and one of the things he's, he leaves until the very end is like, and one of the things we'll talk about is like, you know, this and that, and, and payment details, and it's like, yeah, so this is going to be a hike up in price, to sell you the N64 and the Genesis. That is gross. And, and to me the one thing I'll give them is the like the library for the N64 is a bit light at the start, but one of the things I don't understand is that they showed like here's all these other games that we're going to be adding to it. It's like, well, that's cool and maybe there's like a technical thing you guys are still working through to like get those games ready maybe that it prevents you from having them ready now but i just don't understand why you wouldn't just have them ready also like why aren't you just putting this in the standard switch online plan there's not an it's already like not really that worth the money for what you're paying for right now anyway so why are you now trying to like get more money out of people like I, li- I like the additions. I like the additions oh, yeah. of the don't, Switch. Don't get me like, wrong, that is a cool addition. Like, one of the things they showed, too, like one of the games they're going to add is Kirby uh, 64 and the Crystal Shards. Nice. Is like, that is a top rated one. I fucking love that game. I love me some Kirby. And we're, <laughs> listen, we're going to talk about some Kirby because oh, I have yeah. some shit to say about oh, a Kirby, yeah, new Kirby today. game. But, yeah, man, this was just gross.
1: Like,. like- uh, the So, wait, before I go off, um, is it for just the Sega, or is it for the Sega and 64? Both. But, okay, that's, yeah, that's the gross part. I could understand if it was for Sega, because, like, they have to make their money somehow, and Nintendo isn't going to slice it with their own portion
0: to put it in. You know I could kind of get that. And maybe that's where some of that does come from, I guess, and they're just... But I, I have to imagine that if they're going to... Risk having to like hike up the price of it, they're probably going to hike it up enough to make sure that they also get some. Oh, yeah, back. they're, they're
1: going to get extra go
0: from this. <laughs> and like,
1: it's not going to be like
0: a sim- probably not going to be a simple like $2 raise. Yeah, it's, I could see it being like another $5 to $10. Yeah. easy. because they're like Nintendo's going to be like, well, it's the N64, it's worth it. It's like a more modern console compared to all the other ones that we had on there. And plus, you have the Sega Genesis, we brought you something like. Like, it's really kind of fucking wild, too, now that I'm thinking about it, that the Sega Genesis is on the Switch, which is like... (laughs) I like imagine like a kid in the eighties, right? Back at oh, the height man. of the console wars just in, between yeah. fucking Sega and, and Nintendo finding out that in like twenty twenty one now if Sega has been like subjugated by Nintendo. Yeah, like, now their console is on there now the uh, Sega console, the classic Sega console is now like a virtual like console on the fucking yeah, on a Nintendo console. That's the thing.
1: Like yeah, just imagine telling like uh, Sega someone who's been
0: 8 consoles anymore, oh, and now their classic console has been made like a slave of Nintendo. Yeah, just
1: imagine telling that to a teenager from the 80s who us, tell, tell,
0: tell a Sega fan from the uh, 80s harrowing. That is <laughs> they'd be done. Oof. I don't I don't want to see the future. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> also, they made Sonic film a whole movie with, with fucking Jim Carrey. Oh man. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I've heard, I haven't seen it either. I heard great things about it. <clears throat> I did too. And I, a part of me is a little curious. Because you know what? I'll tell you. I don't think it's a good movie. I'll say. Just up front. Because I don't want people to think that I think that. Because I wouldn't necessarily think that that's true. Uh, and some people might be a little incredulous to hear someone say that that's a good movie. Because it's not a very good movie. But I'll tell you. I have quite a soft spot for Detective Pikachu. Oh. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I see. Let, let me see,
1: see. Yeah, like the story for Detective Pikachu was made no sense to me. I thought the story was horrible, but yeah, yeah. the the movie was still good to me, purely because I got
0: to see all these realistic Pokemon. I, I thought, thought that was terrific. Yeah, well, I thought the I thought some of the emotional beats were kind of nice. I I'm a sucker for like. I don't know. Like, I'm a sucker for stories like that in a way sometimes. Like, I'm not going to say that it's necessarily good Mm. or that it was that well written. I really didn't care much for the reporter lady. I just felt she was very awkwardly and kind of Mm. clumsily written, I guess. Like, I guess I
1: shouldn't say, like, the whole story was, like, bad to me. Just, like, the plot, I guess. Like, the main reason, like, why the villain is bad is, like, I just want to turn all humans into Pokemon. It's like
0: yeah no no really that that, that's that's it that definitely was weird and like i get that they have to kind of because like they're trying to hit like an all-ages kind of demographic right so they're they're trying not to go too dark with it whatever and like that's it's fine i guess like i i personally am always a little more intrigued to see like more mature interpretations of it just because i think there's interesting stuff you can do like i always remember hearing about the um uh the like pokemon manga the pokemon adventures oh yeah uh, that had run that's for a while. dark yeah well there's like i sold like i man like it's wild to me seeing some of the panels from that because like like the one in particular of like a uh, arbok getting like getting Decap- literally
1: can, sliced in half yeah
0: getting fucking cut apart yeah is pokemon nuts. die in the manga like it was crazy well that there was also the uh, pokemon origins anime there okay. was a fight scene in that because it, it basically depicts really? like all I've the seen,
1: yeah Huh? I think I've seen the origin, maybe not origin,
0: maybe I'm thinking of something else, sorry, go on. Or, well, origins was like a series, it's not part of like the, the main, like the Pokemon anime you're probably thinking of when you hear no, I the Pokemon know. I, but, anime, but, but yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, it, it's basically, um, I know exactly what you're talking about now, never mind. Yeah, it, it was basically one that like redid, like it was like an anime adaptation of like Pokemon Green, I think, or, or basically like the blue or green versions, yeah. or red and green, I should say, that came out in Japan. And it basically like, retells their story because, like the intro and outro for it, has like the save and load from like the, the original Game Boy game, yeah. like on the screen. Um, but it, uh, it it comes in it basically like the intro will have like a bunch of like flash sequences too for like different key moments from the game like using the poke flu to wake up the snorlax yeah. and stuff like that and other things like to kind of show like little moments of the journey that they they wanted to highlight because they were like key moments from the game but didn't want to devote a whole thing to and then they'll do like an episode covering like a certain stage of the game like i think there's one for like lavender town and shit like that yeah. and one for like you know the whole thing around like the fight with giovanni and stuff like that and everything well, else and there's, there's a fight scene early on, though, the, where he, like, first has his Pokemon, he first fights, like, um, green, basically, because I think it follows mainly red. Uh, yeah. And he fights green, and green fucking... Because that's basically, like, who they base Gary Oak off of. Yeah. He basically, like... Beats him, but he has uh, red has Charmander and then uh, green has Squirtle, I believe. And Squirtle like bites fucking Charmander, and Charmander like fucking screams in agony. Like, it's it's like it has like a, a dark tinge to it. It's it's meant to highlight that he like he was too brazen as a trainer and let his like Pokemon get too hurt and like kind of thing. And but it's it was it was neat. And like there was another one too that they did like a bunch of these little like short episodes that were like side stories or or things like that one that was really cool was uh it basically followed this like police unit doing a raid on uh the gym in the canto i forget which one it is because i haven't really played the canto ones as much um but it was the basically where you do the gym battle against giovanni and you fight him yeah like, you show up to the one gym, and you go to, like, fight the gym leader, but then it's, like, Giovanni, I think, is there, basically, and you battle him. Okay. The, it's the basically the cops showing up to, like, raid the place because Giovanni, the leader of Team Rocket, was there. And it's basically them breaking in and seeing the aftermath of, like, Red's battle against him from that game. Okay. But it, it's it's basically, like, that scene from, like, a different perspective, but you also get to see, like how the police are using, like, Pokemon to, like, conduct a raid on this building. Like, they, like, okay, we're gonna breach this wall. They send out an Arcanine, and he literally just melts the fucking wall (laughs) open. And they use, like, a Magnemite to, like, break an electrical lock on the door and shit like that. Yeah, that's cool. Just just neat, like, applications of Pokemon into these situations that just, like, I don't know. That's the shit I like seeing. Hmm. I think that shit's really dope, and I don't know but like yeah the detective pikachu definitely hit some nice spots for me i think with it because i mean there was some of that but i i don't know i just think overall it just it yeah. felt like pokemon to me in a way that i didn't expect it to and it just exactly know, it felt just it felt it, honestly part of the, a part of its nostalgia oh yeah sure. for sure like, exactly uh, you know i and i'm i'm not usually one to like like i don't know if I feel like it's pandering too much to nostalgia, I don't really like it. But at the same time, I felt like, I don't know it. I think it for me it hit something that like a lot of the Tokusatsu stuff I like does, and that it had like a certain earnestness to it. Okay, that's fair. Like it, it felt like it felt like that was there to an extent, or at least enough of it that I could get on board and enjoy it. It, it didn't necessarily feel like. It felt like it was trying to just be a fun Pokemon story. Exactly, yeah. Not really trying to, like, I don't know, be anything much more than that. Like, it definitely felt like they they were trying to say something kind of, like, deep or very heartfelt with, like, its message in terms of, like, the, the whole, like, core mystery of the story around this talking Pikachu. But yeah i still enjoyed it and I, I think some of those beats like i said i'm I'm kind of a sucker for some of those
1: oh yeah exactly like like i said like i'm not i wasn't the biggest fan of the main plot but i still got great enjoyment out of the movie mm-hmm. for sure man it was a weird segue oh yeah because we segued from sonic because like they went with oh, kind of yeah. like the similar uh i don't want to say art style well i guess technically it is because like it's realism quote unquote from an anime character
0: yeah, the redesigned version cartoon. looks better. I mean, they, we don't need to beat the dead horse. That is the fucking the at first design they tossed out. Everyone I, I, knows I
1: I've heard like conspiracy theories, like they did they did that on purpose to generate hype for the movie. It's you like, know, I could see that. I honestly, honestly could see maybe. that too. That I could see that as like a hidden, like big brain move. Just like that make this wild. horrible. Like, hey, this is Sonic
0: quote-unquote. It's obviously horrible, but... Here, here's the thing. The only reason I don't believe that that's true no. is because, I think, because it has been demonstrated to be true so many times in the film and video game industry, that executives will have really yeah. stupid yeah, fucking no ideas knowledge of the game. in their heads... And, like, really, like, dumbass ways of thinking around, like, what they think consumers want. And then when the artistic leads try to tell them otherwise and basically suggest, like, hey, this probably isn't going to go over well. They're like, no, 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 like, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm the executive. Yeah, like, however it goes. Yeah, that's probably, I can see that, yeah. They basically just shut it down because they want it their way. And then it comes out, and then everyone's fucking reviled by it because it's shit. Because it's, it's made what by something that's that? not coming at it with a creative intent. It's made looking at it like, how can we best make money? Literally. And it's, it's like, sure, this looks good. It looks real, and we can kind of hit this. And it's like, no, like that's you don't understand what people want out of this. Yeah. They want a fun cartoon needle mouse boy running around fucking. Exactly. Yeah, like. And. Want, they yeah. want Sonic. They don't
1: want something from, like, your, thir- your third party from, like, when you were a kid. And it's, like, this horrible costume. Like, like you know, like, like the clowns you had as a kid, like, but it was, like, the costume was just horrible and it's, like, grotesque almost. Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know how anyone thought that looked good. And not to put down the artists who worked on it, like, I... I'm sure they worked very hard on the initial ones and I think it sucks that they had to um, probably crunch their way through the redesign and everything oh, yeah. because I think that's kind of shitty because I'm sure there were people who probably saw the you know the writing on the fucking wall a lot goddamn sooner than, you know, when there was probably plenty of time to pivot and yeah. be like, hey, maybe this design isn't the one. Maybe this isn't it. And Why did but, he have human teeth? Of course, they probably weren't either in a position to be able to really make that call I didn't think they were going to be able to convince anyone or someone tried and failed. And then when everything went to shit and everyone was basically just dumping on the fucking thing, like at every corner of the Internet, they made honestly probably a pretty smart call, but a challenging one to basically do a redesign which I, I can admire them for actually taking, you know like, hey, like you know what, let's maybe actually try and try and make this work in a, in a better sense, but yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, I I had heard that it costs a studio, yeah, millions of dollars to redo the character. I
0: feel like they probably made it back though Oh yeah, I'm sure
1: they made it back, but like that's the thing because like, like you said earlier, this probably could have been caught earlier and should have been. But it wasn't, and it cost them a little under
0: five million dollars to yeah. redo the character. Well, it's not even that. it... That's I, a big I, mistake. I wouldn't even worry it like it should have been caught because like I'm sure like I I have a very hard time believing that there was no one like on the creative team who like would have seen that, who would have been like, yeah, this is definitely what Sonic (laughs) fans want. (laughs) This is what they want. This is what they're going to enjoy. Sonic fans have been tortured enough. Just just say fuck it. This is pleasant to the eyes. Like, I have a hard time believing that anyone... Like that, there weren't people there who were like this. This really isn't what this should be, or this is really isn't the direction we should be going. But yeah, like it's definitely true that they likely were not the one who was in the place to make those decisions, and probably not very much listened to when it came to <laughs> input on whether or not things were going well. I guess yeah. I don't know. Well, like <sighs> you said, it probably was just
1: like some big executive that was like, "I don't care. This is this is my movie. I'm doing. We're doing it this way."
0: Yeah. Well, it's like fucking, it's just, it happens so often in in these things, where it's these these people who are so out of touch They just don't know the game at all Yeah, like, they they know how to make money, I guess but it's like, they just, they have a lot of money and can invest in things, and then they know how to make money off of investing basically, and putting their money in the right situations, and just knowing how to, like, be the right kind of, in the right kind of place and making the right kind of decisions, I guess in some respects but even then that can be kind of fucking hit or miss right Yeah. so I don't know it's it sucks but you know it it doesn't suck what doesn't suck I don't think this little new Kirby game looks too bad
1: I didn't see a lot of the uh, (laughs) gameplay that was such a fucking weird segue (laughs) I hadn't seen a lot of the gameplay but from like what little I did see like it does look like it could be something solid because I had heard from like the previous Kirby game that it's, it was like
0: literally made for like babies or like children. It, that, this one still looks like it'll be pretty easy, and a lot of the Kirby games typically are. It's kind of, in some ways, is part of what they're known for. Yeah, but I, I like the cutesy style of it in a way, and I like the presentation of this new one, and I like that it. In being like a big open world kind of thing, but also like it, it looks and almost kind of has like a Mario Odyssey kind of vibe, which I like because I quite liked that game a lot. But oh yeah, it also still feels very much like a Kirby game. Like the I don't know the way the enemies are placed and the way you kind of like still you know suck them in, gain a power and use the power oh, yeah. against them and stuff. Like it's the same aesthetic. It, yeah, like it's still yeah it all it all collectively comes together to still feel like Kirby in, in that sort of core sense, but. At the same time, it's like I don't know. It's neat because it, it is this big open world kind of thing, and I like that he's exploring this old like derelict city that's like all overgrown with grass and like lost to time. But yeah, it feels like a human civilization lost, and now Kirby is just like wandering in it. It's it's interesting.
1: It does well, like how you describe it. Yeah, it kind of like has almost a. I want to see like, a Wally feel. Because, like you said, like, the city is just like, kind of, like, abandoned. And it's overgrown it's with It's super stuff.
0: bright and colorful and, and very nice. Uh, like, it looks very pretty and even kind of cute for the most part. But it just, with all of the, like, typical Kirby cuteness stuff just kind of inter, like, kind of spurs around this whole, like, very lush green kind of aesthetic. But, like, still, like, a... A post-apocalyptic city, right? Like it's, exactly, yeah. It's interesting to me. Well, I just love fucking Kirby, yeah. like him rolling around with the spikes and shit on his hat oh, yeah. and stuff, and he's like spiking dudes and like man, it's big Congus. He's got the big fucking Mohawk <laughs> and shit.
1: Oh yeah, um, it's definitely like it could be a, a good potential, like a great platform, especially for the Kirby games. Oh yeah, I mean. I sh- I really should play more Kirby games cuz Kirby is definitely like my main, one of my mains in Smash. He's always just been my boy.
0: Kirby is excellent. I had uh one of my favorite games when I was a kid cuz I got my first, okay, so the first console I owned was the GameCube, and then I eventually got the Game Boy Advance. Oh, really? that was, was your first, first console? Yeah. Damn. Well, sort of. So like the first Damn. console I ever played though was one that my dad had. We well, had oh, okay. two, and the two that I played were The NES and the Atari 2600. (laughs) Nice. It was... That was what I... Like, some of my first games were, like, uh, Super Mario Bros, like, Double Pack with that, and uh, Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt, hell Uh, yeah. That shit was great. The original Castlevania. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. Top, the old uh, NES Top Gun game. Uh, as well as Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Man, yeah, you know, like just a lot of classics. Also, yeah, the Atari 2600. Which I don't remember a lot of the games. I remember there was one that involved like you were like shooting toothpaste at little like monsters. It was, like, okay. Some, something like that. But I think he had the ET game. I don't remember if I actually played it. Yeah, he Atari did. had the ET game. But <laughs> the game one that is
1: uh, notorious infamous. for being bad. But like, I don't know if, have. You ever heard this like? Uh, Myth of the game Uh, Apparently there's like An undiscovered I want to say like Mound of like Literal copies of the game Oh they've been found Oh they haven't Oh I didn't hear about that
0: It was found to be like A legit thing Oh really They they got unearthed Like I gotta look up
1: That's really interesting Because when I first Heard about that It was a a long time ago (coughs) When I heard that And it's one of those like Myths slash like I guess uh, yeah, one of those myths that's like, yeah. how does this exist? Like, how do
0: literal video game copies. Atari, uh, ET, the extraterrestrial cartridges found in landfill. Atari buried thousands or millions of copies of the failed game in a New Mexico landfill. And this is an article from CBC from April 26, 2014. 2014? <laughs> yeah, 2014. Oh, wow. Yeah, they...
1: Uh, I don't think it was that long ago. It was unearthed. Yeah, it,
0: it was, I think, I, yeah, something about some film thing that was being done as, like, a documentary or something. Huh. Yeah, but it was because I think they were trying to find out about it. Uh. Oh, yeah,
1: because, again, like the, myth, like, the myth was, like, the game was so atrocious that, like... Atari just, like, yeah, ditched all these copies. Well, it, it,
0: it, like, fucked up the games industry for a bit, if I remember correctly, too. Like, it just, it kind of caused, like, the industry to crash for a bit, and then it eventually mm-hmm. recovered, of course, but it's... It was a big hit, yeah, back well, in the, especially back in those days. Also, oh, man. It's the, the road that has eventually led us to today, <laughs> which is... You know, fucking,
1: okay, you gotta pay for everything. Pay for it. You, gotta pay you gotta pay for pay everything. Pay it's
0: all monetized. The employees are being abused. The consumers are being manipulated, and it's all fucking shitty. And the only ones winning are shitheads like Bobby Kotick. But at least he's at least he fuck me. Now they're Blizzard's under investigation by the SEC now. Oh, really? On top of everything else. Oh wow. I they have like multiple lawsuits going on now. And I knew this. they had lawsuits.
1: I didn't think they were like under. Uh, like supervision from this company or this organization
0: the SEC so that's yeah. the Securities Exchange Commission wow. so they deal with like trading stuff and things like that so they they have to over like turn over a bunch of information and stuff and particularly Kodak which is just, Oh, scrumptious. (laughs) I was having a rough day the one day this week, and I heard that news, and it made me feel pretty good. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Because that fucking... Fuck, man. Like, fuck him at this point. It gets such a... Like, his whole fucking... And, like, it's the whole denial of just like nah everything's fine we're just gonna completely bury it and just try to act like yeah like nothing happened and like meanwhile like all of your staff is screaming like or a huge portion of it anyways is screaming like no everything's not fine there's a huge fucking problem and these shitheads won't fucking acknowledge it Mm -hmm. as we're like everyone on the outside can clearly see at this point there's definitely a fucking problem (laughs) Because now, like all of these legal entities are like coming down <laughs> upon you, like yeah, no, f- like fuck's sake. like all- to, to not even have the balls to just own up to it. Yeah. Like-
1: well, yeah, it obviously sucks that this is happening, but yeah, that's kind of like the nice thing about, I guess, today is like all this stuff is actually being unearthed, and it's like okay, there, are, there's actually repercussions that's happening.
0: Well, hopefully there well, needs, hopefully there there I needs should, to yeah. be more, but I, I do hope that hopefully. you know the that, like, Blizzard does face repercussions for this, and that the people at the top responsible for enabling this actually face some real repercussions. I am a little too cynical, I think, at this point, to believe that, like, I don't want to be so jaded, but I have a hard time believing it's going to really amount to, like, anything. Like, that that they're really going to get the comeuppance that they deserve, I guess, in some respects, or that maybe a lot of us feel they do deserve. Mm. But I don't know. It'd be nice to see, and I mean, we can only hope, right? So, yeah, really. Well, at least at the very least, that things actually get better for the people working at Blizzard. So, but you know what? I think on that note, kind of a rough note, I guess. <laughs> but I think that's maybe the note to shift over into our our own little the recommendations, recommendations soapbox, mm-hmm. the recommendation soapbox, recommendation shout out corner i keep a consistent name for this shit um, <laughs> That's decent yeah you know it works um what do you got this week my man
1: um fuck i hope i haven't said this in the past but like this is kind of the only thing i could come up with go for it i don't even give a shit um, Just do it hopefully i haven't said this in the past but um <laughs> uh this youtuber that i, I follow that i enjoy Um uh, oh,
0: his name is salty fish Salty I can't say I've heard the name Salty Fish before. Uh
1: he is primarily an Overwatch YouTuber. Is he an anchovy? <laughs> no,
0: he's not. Well, all right. I uh, just, the name made me
1: wonder. <laughs> that's fair. But yeah, he's just primarily an Overwatch YouTuber. Uh but he does like play
0: other games. He's of- like one of the anchovies from SpongeBob <laughs> just playing video oh, games. Oh man, just saying meep all the time. That's he's basically just beaker. Fucking <laughs> think they ever hang out what kind of conversations would that be like uh, that'd be interesting I don't know that'd be that interesting oh. I don't think we'd be able to understand it and no. just be talking in binary <laughs> Um.
1: <laughs> yeah anyway like he's a primarily an overwatch youtuber but he does do other uh, videos or games I should say he does like Valorant, Smash Salty Fish oh it's like that kind of fit. Yeah, like, fish? is this still yeah, Fish? Fish with a PH I should say uh, it's like, yeah, two words. <laughs> I don't know if we should bring Phil Fish up on the show. <laughs> too late, I guess I've already said it. Uh, but yeah, that's Fish with a uh, PH. And yeah, he, he he's just like a, like a nice, uh, uh, funny YouTuber to watch. He's got some great commentary. He actually did, or concluded, I should say, a rap battle he did with all his friends. Oh, shit. Uh, that's honestly pretty interesting, I'd say. You should check them out. Damn. And yeah, he's just like a nice youtuber to watch i'd say yeah that's fair yeah just go give him some views go check him out especially if you like overwatch but yeah like i said he does other games
0: that's fair i definitely am seeing a lot of valorant on your screen right now (laughs) as you're looking at his youtube channel he has been doing valorant lately yeah man that's uh that's cool man that's uh yeah i mean it's nice when you find a good personality like that that you can kind of that's the word of personality thank and you watch and enjoy and it exactly of kind of there's, there's definitely a few like that like youtube is something i watch like about as much as i watch like anything that could be considered like traditional media at least that's by fair. standards of like television so yeah. to speak but i do uh, youtube is nice it's evolved a lot in in, it, in good ways but also not good ways <laughs> like for for viewing purposes i'd say yes but for creating,
1: like being a creator on oh, YouTube, fuck, yeah. it's fucked. It's rough. Oh fuck yeah! And ever since I want to say, well, even before like 2017, P. that's just when everything got fucked. Yeah, and it hasn't been the best since. You're just preaching the, the apocalypse. Fucking,
0: it's rough. I for me this week I got an album I'm gonna recommend. Oh, this is a, a hip hop beat beat tape kind of deal. Uh, it is that, by german artist i believe uh figo brazlevic i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right um but he, i do know that his album expedition volume 1 from ghettos to galaxies is pretty fucking dank it is just a really chill laid back album it's got a i don't know just a very nice kind of like lo-fi aesthetic and i I know, like, in saying that, I, I think it paints a picture at this point that I don't mean to paint. It, it's got a very rough-around-the-edges kind of aesthetic. It's got some weird kind of samples. It's all these, like, um, like French-language, like, spoken vocals and stuff okay. like that. People speaking in, like, a French la- like accent, but, like, it still has, like, a very hip-hop flavor. It doesn't... It, it has some jazzier elements and things, because, like, there's always been a lot of jazz inclusion into hip-hop beats, I would say, but... This one in particular, I don't know. I find some lo-fi hip-hop stuff these days is very like, I don't even know if I call this album lo-fi, but <laughs> I, I associate it with it, I guess, to an extent personally. But I, I would say that part of why I consider lo-fi is like that rough around the edges production to a certain degree. Okay. like it has this kind of um, spacey kind of like I almost want to call it dusty kind of vibe in a sense, but not in a bad way. I don't know if I'm getting across, get like getting it all across that well. I'm not the best at like talking about and describing music, but like a lot of lofi hip hop you hear nowadays though is like when I when I talk about the jazziness is like they feel more like jazz songs that they've just kind of slapped a hip hop beat on to. Yeah. And like and you have that percussion but it doesn't really feel like a hip-hop song to me anymore well in some cases anyways or at least a lot of them and I mean it's it's a very saturated genre today yeah
1: for me when I think of lo-fi uh, hip-hop I think of like ex- like when you search on YouTube even if you just search on lo-fi, yeah, you just get these like, yeah, to, uh, these nice, this nice music well, to, mean, like relax or that to one, sleep to. That it's first like, one was like the OG. That yeah, that, was that like the is one the one that started it. That's the hip hop radio. That is the, that is the image I think of like, study to when I see yeah, lo-fi, like the girl sitting in their desk writing whatever. Cat in the window.
0: Yeah, I like there was definitely a period where I was pretty into streams like that. There's a lot of other ones, and there's some that have. Different, some different styles and stuff. You can find some for like almost any genre nowadays. There's oh, yeah. almost always one running now. It's it's kind of neat. It's all these like weird little pirate radios kind of popping up, which uh, I don't know. I'm intrigued by because I mean like I don't know. I don't look at it the same. Like I get some people would probably not be happy. And I, I don't think they should just be airing stuff without permission from the artists and stuff yeah, to, to be on there. I don't really condone that by any means, but at the same time, I don't feel like it would really be. So stealing from them the same way as it would be if they like took their song and re-uploaded it on a channel because you're not just going to go and like listen to them to listen to that song you're listening to it to listen to this like this person curate this mix of tracks yeah of they're not getting you. like hundreds of thousands of views like on on a youtube video and like getting ad revenue from that this is just yeah, a passing I, song I, on a like a 12-hour stream or whatever yeah like it's yeah it's it's a lot more ephemeral and it's more just like you're listening to, like, a playlist someone made. Yeah, I, I don't view that as, as being as bad, but, like, I wouldn't blame any artists if they were upset about finding out their song was being used like that, and I, I don't really condone that either, but, um... That's honestly, like, kind of a good way to think of it, like,
1: like a piracy radio kind of thing, is, like, it really kind of is.
0: Yeah, it, it's... Yeah. Because like
1: you, don't, you don't have control of the music, it's just, like, whatever, but obviously, like, there's
0: no radio, like... Talk shows or whatever. Yeah. Or commercials. They they can be nice to just kind of vibe and listen to though while you're just kinda of doing other stuff. But this album, like Expedition Volume One, from Get Us to Galaxies, Figup Brazlovik. Look it up. It's absolutely it's just it's really dope. And it's it's a perfect just kind of chill music. It's really nice to do doing smoke or like go I wanna Last weekend, did late night walk, playing Pokemon Go, put this on. I was just, nice. I was vibing. I was having a nice. good time. It's it's a real nice, real nice trip. If you want a really good song to just like sample to get like a good vibe for the the track, like the album and everything. Track five, Funky Fresh Co Pilots. Oh hell it'll, yeah, that's a good title. It'll set you right. But, but, but. But But. I need to find a new way to start a segue because I feel like I'm getting too predictable because I feel like any time I say but like that, now, (laughs) it's just like a signal of like, like, oh, yeah, what's going on? He's he's directing the show now to the next phase. And now we're. Yeah, well, we got to get to the end of it because we've been we've reached that point. It's it's the end of the episode. Like, it's weird cuz like you're not it's like i want to make the analogy of like you're in a car right and it's just you're pulling up to the driveway and it's just your home that's it like you're you're just, home. you just you know you're there but there there is no car there is no road there's nothing that we can really there's no real sign that we're going by other than just really the time counter on the fucking yeah, there's, recording. There's,
1: there's no mom or dad in the front seat waking you up
0: like, "Okay, we're home. We're time here. to get up." Yeah, we just we just you you kind of know, and when you know, you know, and you when know. you're there, you're there, and we're here and we thank you all for coming along with us this week oh yeah we always appreciate having y'all with us absolutely it's wonderful and we love coming on chatting for with and to you guys yeah (laughs) and we gotta go as always we gotta give thanks to our good buddies oh man yeah go, go check him out he's on soundcloud bandcamp uh spotify he also has a twitter as well Blackbird Bell, check him out, check him out, check out um, Celestial Nighthawk, check out Inhasa. I fucking feel real bad, I forgot the name of the fucking Celestial Nighthawk, <laughs> okay, let me try that again, check out Celestial Nighthawk, check out Inhasa, both his albums, they're great, and who knows, maybe there's, there's some other stuff, it's tough to say, you never know, but hopefully there's some new stuff coming soon so he makes some good shit uh, another weird. another excellent hip-hop <laughs> like an <laughs> artist honestly it's pretty dope um i oh yeah i got i got a twitter don't i oh yeah uh at digby the wizard uh come check me out i do some art i post some weird shit gnarly little sketchlings that i throw out there for your jo- enjoyment and because i enjoy making them uh, and twitch.tv slash we underscore wanna underscore draw, me and my buddy Moose, haven't done one in a bit because life's been crazy, but eventually <laughs> we will come back. They'll, they'll will, be back. We will draw more weird shit for you. Just You gotta hold on a little bit. We'll be there, though. Promise. Um, that's it. I'm Big B. And yeah, I've been B. And this has been Balcony Banter. Have
1: a good night, ladies and gentlemen.
0: See ya.